Ignatius Press presents Father Fessio in Five, the assorted wisdom, or in Latin, disiecta membra, of Ignatius Press's founder. Welcome to episode 33 of my disiecta membra, my scattered thoughts. Uh, here a comment on the whole, well, the first 10 verses of Luke's chapter 7. We become accustomed, we Christians, we Catholics, to the words of Scripture, to the Gospels, to what Jesus says and does. But we have to pray over them, contemplate them, and sometimes take a step back from them and try and let them work upon us as if we'd heard them for the first time. Because sometimes they can be strange to our, our attitudes we think are Christian. So in our time, we I think everyone who's reasonable is... Uh, does not want to have wars. Wars are violence, uh, they're force, they're destruction, civilians are, are killed, uh, they're bloody, uh, destinies are changed. Wars are an evil to be avoided, even if sometimes there is a reason why I must resist an unjust oppressor and therefore enter into a war, which is just. The church has always taught that. Service in the military is sometimes looked upon as uh, something to be avoided and something which is uh, not really Christian to be wanting to fight and kill people. But in, in chapter 7 of Luke, what happens? There's a centurion, that is to say a Roman soldier, a commander, you know, someone in leadership, uh, who's representing an oppressive occupying country, namely Rome, because the Jews were their own country, their own people, and here they were under the yoke of the Romans. And what is Jesus' attitude towards this centurion? Well, first of all, he not only is a soldier, but he's a slave owner. What would happen to a slave owner in history in our present culture in the United States? They're, they're trying to rename some species of insects because the names that were given were from entomologists who had slaves or taking down statues of Jefferson because he had slaves, or even Washington. Well, here we have a centurion who's a, soul, a military man, a man who's trained to kill, who's a slave owner. But he loved the Jewish people. He loves our nation, and he built us our synagogue, say the leaders. So Jesus goes with them. And what does this slaveholder say? Well, what is he doing, this, this military commander, of this powerful country, he's coming to beg for Jesus to help his slave. Well, what kind of a what kind of a slaveholder is that? He's pitying his slave. He's merciful. And when he was not far from the house, the centurion said, "Sent friends to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof." By the way, where's that expression repeated every day at mass for communion? Lord, I'm not worthy. She come under my roof. That's the expression of this centurion slaveholder. For I'm a man under, blah, blah, under authority. When Jesus heard this, he marveled at him and turned and said to the multitude that followed him, stay out of the army. What did Jesus say? I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. So I'm just saying if we listen to the words of Jesus, that he actually spoke in his time, it is a source of 
further reflection for us to try and understand these realities which are evil, slavery and violence. But Jesus sees something different here in this centurion who loves his slave and actually brings Jesus to cure his slave. See you next time. If you come back, God bless you. God bless you. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and give it a review. For books, movies, and much more from Ignatius Press, go to ignatius.com. If you want to help support our mission, click the donate button. Music by Dominic Del Curdo.